0: Oh, shit. I'm going to be trying to do live streams on Monday and, of course, Tuesday with my co-hosts. See how that goes. This isn't going to be that long because I'm not feeling that well. I've been kind of under the weather. Uh, I thought I was getting sick, but I'm feeling okay now. I'm going to be going to the gym after this and sweat it out in the steam room, do some exercising. That'll make me feel better. I've just been so busy, I have not gone to the gym in about a week. So, yeah, it's my fault. So, we're going to be talking about Destiny because I got some thoughts about him. I never really did a proper video. I don't want to dedicate a video to it, but I'm probably going to start off uh, just talking some shit. And tomorrow is a very important race. It is the Kentucky uh, gubernatorial primary, uh, specifically for the Republicans. The Republicans are having it. Uh, There's two main candidates. Uh, Daniel Cameron and uh, something Craft. Uh, I don't know her first name. Some woman. They worked for Trump. She's got interesting history, so we'll get into it. Uh, but yeah, happy Mondays the beginning of the week. Uh, there's been quite a bit going on. So on the docket, what do we got? What do we got here? So the Kentucky GOP governor primary is going to test the influence of President Trump. Will he prevail? I think he will. I think we will. And I got the receipts. I have the evidence to support that. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. By the way, he was also in Iowa. So that's kind of a big deal. And of course, RSBN is reporting that he is still dominating the polls in Iowa. Uh, Ron DeSantis is also there to spawn quite a few funny memes. Uh, so that's going to be kind of interesting to see. And uh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Trump is attacking John McCain once again, because uh, even though McCain is gone, he still appears to be doing quite a bit of damage from the grave. Very interesting. So let's go ahead and go to my bookmarks really quick. And, um, we're going to get into some of the polling and we're going to get into some of the stuff regarding Dur- Durham. Uh, the Durham probe is like, it's finally finished. I mean, it only took like a bajillion years. Um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But I wanted to dive into destiny really quick. Uh, cause this guy's all over the internet. He's all over the internet. He's a relatively popular creator and, uh, I don't like him. I don't like him one bit. I can't fucking stand this guy. I think he sucks. And it isn't because he's like a libtard or a lib shit or just like a far leftist commie retard. Um, He's just a do-nothing bitch, you know? Um, people like him are a dime a dozen. I can throw shit in any direction and it's going to hit somebody like Destiny, especially on the internet. Uh, I'm not impressed by him. He speaks really quickly, and somehow that gives him like some kind of credibility. And uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it for one second. Uh, but uh, he's been on the news, <laughs> or he's been trending recently because he's uh, uh, he's getting absolutely fucking roasted uh, for for one reason alone. Uh, he's in a relationship. I think not, not even just that, but he's married. Uh, believe it or not, Destiny Bonnell or Steven Bonnell, he's uh, uh, married to this girl. She's an OnlyFans model. And uh, this is the, basically the state of the relationship. Let's watch. His words, not mine. I'm in a poly relationship. The reason why I'm in a poly relationship is because I don't give a fuck if my girlfriend goes and fucks another guy because I know she's coming back to me at the end of the night because we love each other because I'm a cool fucking person. I know that. If I'm not going to if I'm not going to gatekeep the fuck out of who my girlfriend Yeah, dude, that's a that's a huge fucking L, dude. <laughs> so this guy was like trying to educate and, and like be like a quasi mentor to all these young men. He's trying to wrestle people away from the manosphere. Uh I wouldn't take advice from a dude uh, who basically brags about allowing his wife to get plowed in her snatch by other men. He's like, yeah, I'm a cool dude, you know, because at the end of the day, she comes right back to me. My wife is just slithering her way back into the house behind her, a trail of goo from other men. And somehow that makes him cool. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't take advice from this dude on literally anything, especially anything relating to romance and relationships. Uh, cause that's the, that's his, that's the state of his relationship. He allows other men to, to bang his wife, but it gets even better. It gets even better if you can believe it or not. Like, okay, so he was streaming. Look at how dead and soulless his eyes are. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to add some context to this, but we're going to be watching this and laughing at Steve, little Stevie. One more, okay. Uh. So we're just a salsa, we just want. Yeah. All right. So his wife is in the background, literally just like yeah. 2 feet behind him. And this is Steve. Uh this is little Destiny. With his blue hair. Yo, what's up, Mike Floyd? Hey. Howdy, man. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, he he wants to look back. He he gets curious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's supposed to. Okay, he pretends really like do it doesn't it. bother him. Really <laughs> really do oh dear. Okay, so here. Oh yeah, this is just another meme that somebody made, where he's like becomes a Joker or something. Here, let's just go ahead and watch. All right. So the, this is literally happening in real time, guys. Uh, everything except the the clown makeup. <laughs> Did Abba smash Molina? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so there's this brother in the clip, uh, or in this uh, clip here. Uh, he's in the back dancing, romantically embracing Destiny's wife as uh, Destiny just sits there fatly staring at the computer screen, reading the comments. Like, that's more interesting than his wife. His wife is kind of cute. She's got thick, juicy legs and the, the butt, and she's thin, you know? She is cute. I'll give him that. But then again, it's like she chose Destiny because he's a pathetic simp. And he's got a lot of money, you know. He's making all that uh, super chat money or whatever. And uh, yeah, and, and of course, Steve, little Steve, the Destiny gamer guy, he allows her to go out into the streets and bang other dudes. But as long as, but she comes back straight to Destiny, smelling like other men. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her, her life motto is sex, drugs, and travel. Is it really, Mike? Is that what it says all, like, on her Instagram or something? It wouldn't even surprise me. It wouldn't even surprise me. Let me see if I have the, the other clip. There was one more. Uh, No, I don't have it. But I do got a response from the one and only Andrew Tate. All right, so... I'm going to do my best to read this, you guys. It's going to be kind of difficult. Oh, yeah, yeah. She is a dopamine addict. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. So the the picture of uh, Destiny, he's, like, hanging out in the room. He's doing the stream, and then his girlfriend is being embraced by this. Uh, to be fair, he claims to chase tail, too. So uh, I – maybe – Maybe I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because he's a popular streamer, so that's to be expected. But we're going to see what Andrew Tate, who's no longer in jail, and who likely did nothing wrong. This is what he has to say: When you decide to dye your hair blue in an attempt to garner individuality instead of achieving individuality via competence, uh, I think it meant competency and uh, achievement, masculine imperative, you are signaling to the world how average you truly are. When you're an average man, your woman is clearly happy to fuck average men. So when some other average dude is in the room, you're in trouble. This is all low-level loser shit that never happens at the highest echelons of uh, masculine excellence because your female never meets anybody who could possibly compare. Yeah. Uh, She said that in a live stream with ABBA about Nick Fuentes being single versus Destiny's marriage. Dude, I'd rather be Nick Fuentes, the virgin, than be subjugated to... This horrific fucking whatever the hell his relationship is. And besides, this is like the fifth thing that's wrong with him. Like, honestly, like maybe Destiny's a nice guy. Uh, I don't really care. Uh, I don't even care what he does with his shitty relationship, but my issue with somebody like him, it's like, this is a guy who's got zero real world experience doing real world shit. All he does is like video games and like weed and shit. And he talks about like socialism and and stuff on the internet. Uh, but he talks about, you know, like, like relationships and stuff, like as an authority figure, he talks about public policy. Like he actually understands any of it at all. Um, I mean, I've I've seen him uh, debate uh, Sean Fitzgerald, who is, uh, you know, quite the quite an intelligent dude and he completely fucking steamrolled destiny when when destiny is in a room with the adults. He doesn't stand a chance. Um, You know, when when somebody like Andrew Tate gets a whiff of like what he's up to, uh, he just rolls out the barbecue grill and just fucking roasts him. And then of course uh, I had no idea but apparently uh Andrew Tate blocked him. Oh uh, cute. He's still thinking about and tweeting about me from behind his block. Uh Destiny blocks people too by the way. So I don't know, but I think he's less uh, obvious about it. Uh I think Destiny's got more of a thick skin. The blue-haired cuckold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this guy right here, the blue-haired cuckold. Yeah, this guy's a fucking loser. And again, it's like, look, and I got no problem with people who like do video games and streams and stuff. It's like, yeah, people want to be entertained. And especially, you know, if you're a talented gamer, people want to see that. But a lot of these people like Asmongold or Destiny, they, they try to get into the political arena and talk about these things like they have a fucking clue about what they're talking about. And they never do. And uh, now he's like counter-signaling uh, the MGTOW people, the Manosphere. Um, I mean, he debated, uh, undid chronic of the war band, um, among others. And it just, I don't know. I'm just so fucking tired of seeing it. its It's like, uh, that Hassan Piker guy. Hassan Piker is another fucking idiot. Uh, just a commie shit Lord who's never done anything. Uh, he's worked in media because his uncle owns the TYT network. But other than that, like he's not knowledgeable about anything at all. Like he's a fucking clown. Uh, but you know, people still talk about him or, or people watch him with, with, you know, quite enthusiasm. I don't know why. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Well, right now they're, they're, uh, they're not too happy about the, the election in uh, Turkey. All right. So, uh, let's see, we're going to get into the first story real soon, but yeah, the, uh, I think this was taken just a few days ago. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Ron DeSantis, governor DeSantis as of making this stream. Uh, but he does, uh, he has a habit of doing this fake laughter when he's among people that are not like himself, uh, he's trying to do the whole, oh, I'm a man of the people shtick. But uh, let's just be honest. You know, Governor DeSantis is always one of the elites. He was always like one of the uppity types. You know, he's kind of a Chad, uh, you know, like the like the prep school dude. And uh, he's he's just used to never being told no. And uh, but, but he's so awkward. He's so awkward. Like he does the, this fake laughter uh, bullshit, kind of like how Kamala Harris does it, except in man form. He looks so tiny. Dude, apparently he is tiny. Uh, this guy wears uh, high heels. I'm not even kidding. I mean, good for him, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Trump doesn't need to wear high heels. So yeah, uh, pretty damn interesting that that is uh, <laughs> that this is uh, this is going on. And we're going to get into Iowa in a second. So let's dive into the first story. Oh goodness, where is it? There it is. All right, so. Tomorrow, we will be following it closely during the stream. So Kentucky GOP governor uh, primary tests Trump's influence ahead of 2024. So the woman on the left, Miss Kraft, she was an ambassador uh, during Trump's presidency. She was uh, <laughs> advised by Mitch McConnell or, or uh, Mitch McConnell, the Senate majority leader at the time. He advised Trump that he should select her for an ambassadorship. And Trump wanted to play ball, gave it to her, so she played the game. Uh, she did try to court President Trump for endorsement, however, he ended up endorsing uh, endorsing the brother on the right, Daniel Cameron. so let's go ahead and uh, let me blow this up for me so I can read it a little bit easier God damn, what a pain in the ass. All right, so Republicans in Kentucky will decide their nominee for governor on Tuesday in the party's first major primary since last year's midterm elections and one with implications for the 2024 GOP presidential race and the battle for Senate control. That is absolutely 100% true. Um, Mitch McConnell's on his way out. He is not doing well. The next governor of Kentucky is going to be a Republican and it is likely going to be one of these two. But as of right now, Daniel Cameron, the brother on the right, is absolutely fucking stomping uh, Miss Kraft over here on the left. McConnell, The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, he's on his way out. He's not going to last that much longer. And he's been very quiet about who he supports, but it's pretty obvious that he supports Ms. Kraft. Uh, Daniel Cameron, according to President Trump, has been a friend even before he was really into politics. And uh, Daniel Cameron was very enthusiastic and very appreciative of the fact that uh, President Trump endorsed him on a call. So uh, he's got my support. If I was in Kentucky, I would go out of my way to vote for Daniel Cameron. All right, so let's see what else is going on here. So, yeah, the next governor, this person right here, Daniel Cameron or Ms. Kraft, they're going to choose. They're going to end up picking the next senator for Kentucky because uh, apparently they have that uh, ability. Not not all governors in each state get to do that, but the one in Kentucky should. Uh, the, Repo- the Republican race to take on Democratic Governor Andy Bashir has been bitter. State Attorney uh, General Daniel Cameron, uh, a former staffer for Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell, entered the race. As the heavy favorite, but Kelly Craft, who served as Trump's ambassador to Canada and then to the United Nations, and is the wife of billionaire coal magnate Joe Craft, has pumped millions of dollars into television ads in the race, so it's getting incredibly contentious. Uh, Daniel Cra- uh, Daniel Cameron, I apologize. Uh, he's a he is a connected individual, uh, but the fact that he was not immediately supported by Mitch McConnell is probably a good thing. And uh, again, I, I'm, in my opinion, uh, Mitch McConnell wants Miss Craft to win. Uh, They just spent way too much money um, uh, on the, on the specific primary Uh, and and they're mega donors. They're mega donors to the Republican party. And again, this woman was hand selected by Mitch McConnell to serve as an ambassador under president Trump's uh, presidency. MTMG uh, writes, I want I'm friends with a black guy to win. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be exciting. Now, uh, now if there's no shenanigans in the primary tomorrow, while we're following it during the second stream with my co-host, um, I predict that Daniel Cameron's going to win. He is in the lead comfortably. I have the results right here. All right, what do we got? What do we got? So from uh, real clear politics, uh, the aggregate. So Emerson, uh, so Fox, uh, yeah, Fox 56 Emerson, Cameron is plus 17 points ahead. They should just call this race now. Uh, another Emerson poll. Uh, Cameron is plus six. Mason Dixon. Plus 26. These are incredibly great numbers for Daniel Cameron. Uh, And again, uh, Miss Kraft is pumping millions of dollars into this primary. An insane amount of money. Um, And uh, unfortunately, I hate to report this, but uh, uh, Ron DeSantis endorsed um, Kelly Kraft. Uh, This just happened uh, just a few moments ago. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Oh, not me. Goodness. Um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, because Jordan Peterson ended up. Uh, let me see if I can just find it uh, right here. DeSantis Craft. All right. Well, this guy's trustworthy. Johnny Maga. He's one of the good guys. He wrote. Uh, he writes. Ron DeSantis just came out against Trump-backed Cameron and endorsed Kelly Craft on the eve of the Kentucky governor race. Why? Uh, why would he endorse a woman that has no chance of winning? Because she's an extremely wealthy GOP donor. Ron chooses big money donors over the grassroots every time. Um. Yeah. All right. Right here. Here we go. The, by the way, I I verified this. This is not a deep fake, you guys. This is Ron DeSantis endorsing. Uh, The Mitch McConnell-approved candidate. Let me make sure this is loud enough. Right, here we go. The stakes couldn't be higher. Oh, come on. I know what it takes to stand up for what's right, and Kelly Craft's got it. She's proven it. I'm strongly encouraging you to go out and vote for my friend Kelly Craft. Kelly shares the same vision we do in Florida. She will stand up to the left as they try to indoctrinate our children with their woke ideology. Kelly will fight against crazy ESG policies that are trying to end. Oh, what? Why are you pausing? The coal industry in Kentucky. And Kelly's going to do everything in her power to end the fentanyl crisis that is hurting Kentucky families. When you vote tomorrow, Tuesday, May 16th, vote for my friend Kelly Kraft and get Kentucky on the path to becoming a free state like Florida. Yeah, that's going to be a yikes for me. I actually read this from. uh, Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, our good friend <laughs> where'd it go? Where's Jordan Peterson? I just saw Jordan Peterson's tweet just here like a second ago. Oh well, it disappeared. But yeah, uh Jordan Peterson did a uh I guess a podcast with Miss Craft, and um yeah, I mean th- th- this is it, guys. This is this is a very contentious race. Uh very, very important, which is why um, you know, what's it called? Let me pull that up again. Yeah, Which is why it's uh, <laughs> uh, why all the eyeballs are on it because it's going to be another test to see whether or not Trump still got it. In my opinion, he still does, he still does. Um, uh, <laughs> and it's so funny because like a lot of these cucks, uh, that are that are all like all rah rah DeSantis, they were uh, they were mocking President Trump, uh, and a lot of the MAGA candidates in 2022. Uh, J- Jordan Peterson, not the benzo ad- addict, yeah, he's a benzo addict, yeah, I know. But yeah, no, anyways, uh, uh, what's I'm going to call it? Um, Fuck, I lost my train of thought. The Jordan Peterson Benzo added comment really threw me off because it was so goddamn funny. Oh, yeah, the 2022 race, uh, there were all the dissents they were bitching about how Trump has a lousy track record and all his uh, hand-picked MAGA candidates lost. Uh, And it was because Mitch McConnell essentially abandoned and sabotaged literally dozens of of these races. Uh, But I'll also like to say, and this is what I liked about Governor DeSantis, he went around the country and he campaigned with Blake Masters and Tulsi Gabbard and, you know, he went all over the place. And basically Lee Zeldin, he endorsed Lee Zeldin, he followed all the MAGA candidates, he followed Trump, and he did what he had to do. Uh, To help the movement. And now we're seeing a completely different Ron DeSantis. A a sinister, a dark... uh, not a very friendly Ron DeSantis, not the one that we uh, ended up loving and going up to bat for uh, back in 2018. And, ever, and, and even in 2020, we were all rooting for him and, and supporting him through his efforts uh, as, as a governor during the COVID era. Uh, so yeah, uh, Governor DeSantis has lost his fucking mind. Um, and he's already made it very clear he's going to oppose MAGA. He is the preferred candidate of the establishment. And, uh, and he endorsed this, uh, this lousy ambassador, this boring lady and uh, Daniel Cameron, the brother that was endorsed by President Trump, uh, who seems to be very grateful, uh, he's got some political chops. He's got some political chops. And, uh, and again, this is not the person that was preferred or, um, or, or well-liked, it seems, by somebody like Mitch McConnell, even though he used to work for him. So, yeah, we'll see. No, don't worry about it, uh, cultimus maximus. It's all good. It's all good. All right, so let's go to the third story, see what we got going on here. Oh my God, it's already been 20 minutes. Jesus. No. All right. So, uh, yeah, President Trump was just in Iowa. Trump dominates polling in Iowa ahead of Saturday rally. Very interesting. President Donald Trump remains the frontrunner as the Republican primary inches closer to the Iowa caucus. As reported by 538, the 45th president is trouncing his existing and potential opponents in an updated poll survey, The preferences of Iowa voters commanding a 30-point lead in a six-way ballot contest. Donald Trump is the Republican primary favorite among the participants. Absolutely skating for the governor of Florida because he, he apparently is going to announce... Uh, Tomorrow, sometime this week, as expected, Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican from Florida, placed a second with a comfortable lead over the other uh, competitors. However, DeSantis does not fare well in a head-to-head match with Trump. When asked for the preferred... 2024 presidential pick. Voters choose President Trump by a margin of 19 points over Florida governor. Interestingly, Victory Insights revealed that President Trump performs better with lower class Americans. Ah, I don't really like that word. Uh, Whereas DeSantis draws more attraction from wealthier voters. In our Florida poll, we discovered an interesting trend that suggested that DeSantis performs best among the upper class while Trump performs best among the lower class states Ben Galbraith. Trump, not perfect, but he is best we got. He is the best we got. Uh, I mean, if I could, like, wave a magic wand, I think a Jared Taylor would be an excellent president or some of the people from, like, the Justice Party would be pretty cool or uh, whatever it's called. Um, I don't know. They fell apart recently. There was some kind of internal drama. But, uh, yeah, Jared Taylor is a a true gentleman. But I like Trump a lot. Uh, He's definitely better than any of these other conservatives, Um, with the exception of maybe Rand Paul. Rand Paul would probably make a decent pick, uh, even though he's kind of, like... It's Kind of a wimpy dude, you know, he doesn't really got a backbone, he doesn't really got a spine. Uh, Trump easily steamrolled him during the debates in 20, uh, in the 2016 primary, I think it was in 2016. And uh, yeah, it wasn't good, all those people got just completely ass blasted. Now, if I was advising some of the other, uh, you know, uh, big, big name uh, Republicans, like let's say like a Ted Cruz, because Ted Cruz is going to be up for re election next year. I would have him follow Trump around, and I would endorse everybody that he's endorsing. Now, I would play ball because I would want Trump to, to look at me as like a team player. Because when it's time to cash in, uh, you know those those political favors, he's going to need all the help he can get. Because his uh, his opponent, um, his potential opponent uh, for the Senate race in Texas for twenty twenty four, it's going to be ruthless. It's going to be brutal. I mean, Ted Cruz barely won last time. I mean his his uh, his position, his place. In politics was in jeopardy multiple times. And uh, I mean, even before like Trump, uh, I mean, there were moments where, you know, like he wasn't really well liked by a lot of his Republican colleagues. Uh, But Ted Cruz is pretty smart and savvy. And if he was smart and savvy, he would uh, he would defend he would go out of his way and and endorse somebody like a Daniel Cameron in the Kentucky race tomorrow, because this is going to be pretty important. Uh, so let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Simultaneously, the research shows the voting base for both contenders is constant in Iowa as well. Trump dominates blue-collar America and the Hawkeye state, but only that's a six-point favorability among the upper class. Yeah, the elites, uh, the so-called elites, the the overly educated class, uh, they the you know the the credentialed class they don't they don't really dig Trump, uh, but the working class does. Regular Americans do. Me doing electrical work. And working around a lot of like you know rough and tough guys you know I, I know a lot of cop buddies you know and stuff like that and they're all pro Trump. Uh, all these firefighters that I know they, they love Trump and um, yeah I mean he's just a, he's the the j- champion for the for regular working Americans regardless of what anybody thinks it's just uh, the the reality of it. Uh, Victory insights: Trump is the undisputed 20, uh, 2024 frontrunner in Iowa. Iowa is one of those important states you have to win Iowa if you're going to win the presidency. You need to win the Iowa caucus if you want to win the primary and become the, you know, the, the, the main contender in the general election. And it seems like Trump has it in the bag. And Iowa is one of those safe states where you know, if they don't really mess around with their voting apparatus the way that uh, Clark County does in Nevada, the way that uh, Pennsylvania does, the way that Wisconsin and you know, Detroit County, et cetera, the, the way that they do. Uh, so uh, things are looking pretty good for President Trump right now. Uh, Let's see. Furthermore, Donald Trump continues to outpace all primary challenges according to a national poll conducted by the Washington Post and ABC News. In an open ended question that did not offer names of candidates, 43% of Republicans and Republican-leaning independents volunteered Trump as their choice for the party's nomination side of the Washington Post. That is excellent news. The final results showed that uh, volunteers selected Trump by 51% as their representative with DeSantis placing second with only 25% of the vote. That is pretty lousy uh, for DeSantis. And again, DeSantis it has gotten nothing but favorable coverage uh, from the right, uh, from from dissidents, from the mainstream people, from even like uh, the sellouts, like the dorks over at the Daily Wire. Everybody was just always praising DeSantis, at least on the right. Uh, but now, because he's decided to essentially run this shadow campaign against President Trump... Um, and, and more and more voters are getting to know who he really is as a person. And then a lot of his characteristic, uh, character flaws are coming out, like the fake laughter and shit and the weird bobblehead thing. Uh, it's not looking good. And yeah, well, he is insanely popular in Florida, which is an excellent thing and something that we certainly want, especially for a place like Florida, which is an important state electorally. The Sun Belt is not the Rust Belt. It's not the Southwest. And, uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> It, that's just the reality of it, you guys uh you know, just because you're popular in the state of Florida, just because you're an insanely popular governor, does that mean it's gonna translate uh to to you know national politics? I don't think it works that way. The race to the White House for Republicans begins with the Iowa caucus on February fifth, twenty twenty four. So, guys, time is going by quickly. As of doing this stream, we are in uh, what May, so it's like the fifth month. So, uh, about six months from now, uh, roughly six months from now, we're gonna be in the we're gonna be doing the Iowa caucus. It's gonna happen in the beginning of the month. Traditionally, the Iowa caucus has served as a litmus test for the success of its winner, as the odds of becoming the party's nominee have increased. For past candidates encouraging uh, for Trump, Victory Insights predicts that Trump has a 100% chance of victory if the caucuses were held today. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is pretty exciting news. This is pretty exciting news. Um, I can't wait. It uh, time, time is flying. Fortunately, I've been incredibly busy. I'm following this very closely. And um, yeah, man. Uh, pff, give me one second, guys. Let me, let me go ahead and pull up Twitter again. Let me see. Let's talk about some other polling really quick because there's some things that I wanted to address. Because um, something that I, that I keep seeing in, in regards to the polling. Let me see if I have it bookmarked here. Uh, uh, well, this polling is kind of important. Oh, my God. Yeah. So last night, Trump reminded voters that he received the most votes for an incumbent president, several million more than he received during his first term. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that something went very wrong with the 2020 election. Polling confirms it. So how likely is it that (coughs) nonsense affected the outcome of the 2020 presidential election? So this is something that was always fascinating to me. Um, So likely versus not likely. So 45 percent of Democrats Registered Democrats, 45% of them think that something funny, something really stinky and fishy happened with the 2020 election. That is a big chunk of the electorate, 45%. Of Democrats believe this and this is, this is why I like to talk about this issue because I know it's, in, it's incredibly important and I like to talk about it from a place of um, I like to talk about it intelligently because I know uh, a lot of things can get lost in the sauce when you start talking about like QAnon and shit and um, I don't never talked about any of that or talking about like the machines uh, being a former Democrat we have a history of uh, basically rejecting the results of an election and the machines got get brought up all the time. Obama brought up the machines, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Senator Clinton, they brought up the machines. Um, funny, funny enough, Barack Obama became the Senator because he challenged the signatures on the ballots, uh, in his state in, in Illinois. Uh, and he won, he won. Um, it had Trump been given that, uh, been granted that courtesy, we will be uh, living through very different times. Um, one, this I hate about Trump is he pushed the vax. Hopefully he can see the error of his ways. Yeah, I know. Uh, 100%, uh, cultimus Maximus. I do agree. Uh, he, he really screwed the pooch on that. And he he needs to address it. He needs to address it intelligently. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll even settle for I had really smart people around me and they advised me to do this and I trusted them. Uh, I mean, that was Trump's problem is Trump trusted a lot of these political people around him. And he also desperately wanted to be what people don't understand about President Trump. He wanted to be the best president in all of American history. And he came really close. Uh, Granted, everything that happened in 2020 really uh, derailed everything. But he he wanted everybody to like him. And he knew that a lot of these political machines were controlled by some very bad people like the Bush family, like Mitch McConnell, etc., and he played ball with them. He, he threw bones their way, like getting uh, Miss Kraft to be an ambassador. McConnell asked nicely, Mr. President, will you take uh, Miss Kraft and give her this ambas- ambassadorship to uh, NATO or Canada or whatever? And he said, yeah, uh, the Bush family, when uh, Bush Sr. died— you know, to kind of you know smooth things over because you know Trump beat up on the on the one idiot Bush kid, uh, Jeb Bush. Uh, he they're like, okay, well I'll hire uh, what's his name, uh, the the goofball who totally uh, dropped the ball on the uh, a Bill Barr. He hired Bill Barr. He did that as a favor for the Bush family, and he wanted he, again he played ball, but he doesn't realize like you can't cut deals with people like the the McConnells or the Clintons or the Bushes because they don't operate like businessmen. They're not businessmen at all. Uh let's go let's continue on with this post here. Uh independence. This is really fascinating because you think, you know, again, a lot of these dissents would say something along the lines of uh oh well, you know, uh, <laughs> independents are just so turned off by all this talk of electoral um transparency, election security. Well, uh sixty four percent think something happened in the twenty twenty election. I mean, this is so fresh in people's minds, you guys. Um And and not only that, people are reminded of the results of the 2020 election every single day. When they buy something at the grocery store, when they put gas in their vehicle, Um, you know, it's like, this is a real reality. And of course, the Republican Party, the Republican voters, 80% believe something fishy happened in the 2020 presidential election. 80%, guys. The overwhelming majority of Republicans uh, agree with President Trump. Why would President Trump uh, sit there and throw his hands up. He's like, ah, you know, I was just fucking around the whole time. I didn't mean it. Yeah, you accept the results. Yeah, sleepy, creepy Joe. Yeah, he's in there legitimately. No, nobody believes that. Um, all combined, sixty-two percent. So the majority of these uh, responders, they're they're of the opinion that something bad happened, something really bad happened. Maybe COVID is a part of that. Oh boy, uh, how likely? Yeah. So this is uh. I know it's hard to see you guys, but yeah, this is, uh, this is damning for the, uh, what's I'm gonna call it? The, uh, the, the unit party. Cause uh, a lot of the conservatives, like the daily wire dorks, they want to make it seem like, oh yeah, nothing happened. You know, they just, the, 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 women, they rejected Trump. Uh, the minorities rejected Trump. Uh, the racists, the white men, they rejected Trump. Uh, none of that is true. they these people are dumbasses and they don't understand anything. Uh, God, yeah, it's incredibly frustrating. Uh, So, uh, yeah, let me see. I think I have one other story here. Let me make sure that I'm not missing anything. Um, Let's talk about Durham really quick before I clear out because we're going to be just under an hour. Uh, So, yeah, uh, there's this guy, Durham. He was doing this report, (laughs) and it was like he was looking into the Clintons, and people thought there was going to be arrests. I never put a lot of stock into it. Well, uh, Durham is finally done with his bullshit report. And uh, apparently it's pretty scathing. So people have been uh, railing against the FBI. Let's, uh, let's see what this goofball here has to say. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is regardless devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Yep. Certainly. All right. So breaking 911, special counsel John Durham concludes FBI never should have launched Trump Russia probe, but no charges recommended. <laughs> so essentially, nothing is going to happen, uh, nothing will spring forth. Uh, from, uh, this phony investigation from John Durham. Uh, again, I never put a lot of stock into this. You know, people who are worried about the direction of the country and they want to fight for President Trump, they want to fight for the freedom. Uh, relying on, on goofballs like John Durham is, uh, is a fool's errand. Nothing ever good was going to come of this. Uh, I mean, I guess people are reminded once again through this document that, uh, you know, the FBI is evil and corrupt and they spied on the president. They tried to, play games in the 2016 election and this is more than just uh, an effort to derail president uh trump's uh, uh 2016 campaign it, this is a a trojan horse into pushing for legislation to stifle and hinder lawful speech uh for people like myself oh give me one second i gotta wipe my nose uh, again i told you guys i thought i was getting sick but i'll i'll, I'll settle that when i go to the gym but yeah um John Durham, Russia. I mean, this whole Russia collusion bullshit. It was about lawful speech. Uh, President Trump ended up essentially being named into the White House in 2016. He ran a pure grassroots uh, campaign, and he spent very little money, almost no money, um, <laughs> as opposed to uh, Hillary Clinton. I think it was like one or two billion dollars worth of like ad, like like money that she spent on her campaign. Um, let's see, uh, and uh, yeah, so. When, when they talk about this Russia collusion shit, this, this, they're talking about lawful speech. When you hear like, – you, you'll read a lot from the, these goofball leftists. They're just like, oh, yeah, we need to, we need to censor – we need to prevent misinformation from disrupting uh, you know, the voters' ability to make you know, uh, sound decisions at the voting box. Which, what they're trying to say is, yeah, we're, we want to censor people's lawful speech. Uh, President Trump responds – Wow, after an extent after extensive research special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI never should have launched the Trump Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed just as it is being scammed right now by those who uh, don't want to see greatness for America. Trump said he would end the gender affirming care at, a.k.a. child abuse. Do you think he will? God, I hope so. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, there, there is a lot of uh, political will, a lot of political pressure uh, to do a lot of political momentum even to do that. Um, uh, nobody is happy about the the this nonsense going on with, with the transformers making their way into restrooms with little girls, um, you know, destroying women's sports or whatever. And and that, I had Andrea on; she, she's she's a transformer, by the way. And and I do agree with what she said. She said that nobody really cares about women's sports, and I and I agree with her. However, I know a lot of people. Like I had a lot of friends. They got little girls and they're going to get the sports scholarships. They're very enthusiastic about sports. I know it's important to families, even though it's not important to me at all. And I know I made jokes like, ah, fuck them. You know, their fault. You know, this is their loss, not my problem. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of political momentum behind uh, movements, behind bills, behind laws to prevent the Transformers from making their way into, uh, you know, the sports, into the bathrooms and even preventing teachers from grooming children and getting them to. Except uh, and go through medical procedures. I'm trying to keep, not trying to get banned here. Uh, you know, pumping them full of drugs or making uh, f- permanent alterations to their bodies uh, via surgery. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it is child abuse. I think it's a crime against humanity. And uh, President Trump has been very vocally against uh, the nonsense going on. I wish more people would go after the the public educators, uh, the public sector unions, as much as I have. Um, I'm a huge, in, I'm, I'm there. I am their enemy. They are my enemy. And more people need to see that. It's not just you know they'll single out somebody like a like a Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Dylan Mulvaney is just a pawn. Um, you know, again, so I was not super animated about the. The, the the Bud Light protests and uh, one because like I don't drink Bud Light and I don't like Bud Light and I don't care for Dylan Mulvaney I think he's annoying and I just want nothing to do with any of that shit uh, but I understand why people are pissed people are animated about it and also I was I I, I totally underestimated the response uh, from the right they 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 surprised me they impressed me and uh, you know I just want to ask like where was this enthusiasm where was this uh, This this magic, this this will to fight against Netflix that did that Cuties movie, promoting grooming, promoting all this perversion, this degeneracy. We were supposed to boycott and destroy Netflix. That never happened. Uh, Disney is essentially promoting the same gross shit. Where's the will to fight against them? Where are the mass cancellations of Disney Plus? How come you guys are still simping over Star Wars and shit and you're consuming the fucking Baby Yodas? They can't do it. So I had no faith that this uh, this protest against Bud Light would be successful, but it was, and it likely has to do with the fact that you know acceptance of the LGBT community is declining. We're seeing poll after poll after poll that um, that, 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 that that acceptance of of these groups of people is is in decline. Uh, regardless of what you think about that. That is the reality. I don't have a negative uh, feeling. I don't have negative feelings towards the rainbow community for the most part. They never done anything to me. But I am categorically against what they're doing in the public schools. Uh, drag queens and, and all these freaks, these Satanists or whatever you want to call them, they shouldn't be parading themselves around in their, their, their stupid outfits in front of children at libraries or anywhere for that matter. Keep it in the, your strip clubs and shit, your bars, and stay away from the fucking kids. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh god, dude, that steam room is calling me. So yeah, the Durham. Oh yeah, fuck Durham. I mean, yeah, I'm glad he came out and did this. Yeah, I guess it woke some people up, but ultimately, I had no faith that any of this would any of this would result in anything meaningful. It's pretty obvious that it was just going to be like, oh yeah, Orange Man good, FBI bad, Clinton bad, Clinton crime family. I mean, people are just trotting out the old talking points of like, lock her up. <laughs> So uh but but other than that, dude, it's like whatever man. John Durham's a fucking useless fat moron, was never gonna do anything anyways and uh th- th- he's probably friends with Bill Barr. He probably went in there to clean shit up. he probably didn't even in there he didn't even go in there to do any meaningful investigation he was He was a cleanup boy that's probably what John Durham was up to just cleaning up the mess that somebody else made and making sure that nobody would follow behind him and dig up the truth eventually at some point uh, but yeah, no, this is obvious yeah the FBI russia collusion bullshit it was obviously attack on free speech. It was obviously an excuse to spy on President Trump and his campaign, violate their constitutional and human rights. Uh, yeah, um, so another person another person that uh is, was brought up recently was uh, John McCain. Let me see. do I have this story up right now yeah I do yeah John McCain Trump attacks late Senator John McCain over role in spreading Russian dossier yeah, fuck John McCain. Um, I kind of, uh, turned into like a little cuck and I was like, yo, that libertarian party bad for mocking the daughter of John McCain, mourning the death of her evil, uh, war criminal father. But now I'm like, you know what? Fuck John McCain and his evil family. They're ant. they're, they're fucking globalists. They're anti-free speech. Um, you know, and, and again, they, they, this dossier resulted in the, in the, the constitutional violations, uh, that we've never seen before. Uh, not not on this scale, at least. Let me see if I can just go ahead and uh, zoom in on this. All right. President Trump attacked the late Senator John McCain Saturday over recently revealed evidence that the Arizona lawmaker helped push Russia collusion rumors in the weeks after Trump's election. Yeah, he was. Evil. Yeah. So immediately after Trump won, <laughs> John McCain was so sour grapes, he's like, I'm going to derail his entire presidency. And despite that, Trump still got quite a bit done. Spreading the fake and totally discredited dossiers, unfortunately, a very dark stand against John McCain. Trump tweeted, quoting former independent uh, former independent counsel Ken Starr. Ken Starr was one of those uh, lawyer guys that went after Bill Clinton in the '90s over the. He he basically was leading the team that impeached him that impeached Bill Clinton because of the Monica Lewinsky shit. Uh, Let's see. Trump continued that McCain had far worse stains than this, including thumbs down on repeal and replace Obamacare after years of campaigning to repeal and replace. David Kramer, a former State Department official, and close McCain- Associate testified in a 2017 uh, deposition that McCain sent him to London in 2016 to obtain a copy of the dossier that British spy Christopher Steele had produced as opposition research for Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign. So if this is not evidence that the uniparty is like a thing, um, I don't know what is. Um, Yeah, so you got John McCain, uh, the Clintons, and and a handful of other operatives, spies, even producing this fake nonsense to essentially derail. A duly elected president's uh, presidency. Let's see what else have we got here. Kramer testified that he then gave the dossier to McCain, several Obama administration officials, and multiple media outlets, including BuzzFeed, which published it uh, weeks later. Yeah, so that was the goal. The goal was just to sow chaos among the electorate, divide the country further, and and just spread doubt into the cur- into the this new incoming administration. It's why he sent it to McCain's people, because McCain is a connected Republican. He's one of those neocon Republicans. He was very well established. He's been in office for decades. And, of course, the Obama administration officials say what you want about them, but they are pretty talented. They want to spread the word. You know They know the activists. They know the big players. They're in with the media. And then, of course, the multiple media outlets, BuzzFeed. I think they might have beaten everyone to the punch. Yeah, Because most of the, the the Russian dossier bullshit, it really came from the BuzzFeed article. I mean, everybody was citing him. Uh, so his testimony, uh, his testimony was unsealed Thursday and reported in the Daily Caller. McCain and Trump were frequent antagonists during the 2016 election and after Trump won the White House. Their um, antipathy ran so deep that McCain, who died of brain cancer in August, refused to allow the president to attend his funeral. So yeah. Um, fuck John McCain... Uh, fuck the Republican Party. They, they went along with this scheme. They, they sabotaged President Trump during his presidency. They lied to him and the American people in front of their faces. And uh, in 2022, last year, they, they deliberately sabotaged dozens of these these totally winnable races. They had the money. They had the momentum. They, <laughs> they had the polling numbers. Uh, but they deliberately sabotaged them anyways. Uh, because Mr. McConnell doesn't want to play nice with the MAGA uh, Republican senators that were going to be coming into uh, office. He didn't want to work with Dr. Oz because he knows that Dr. Oz is friends with Trump. He didn't want to work with Blake Masters. Blake Masters would have been uh, just completely loyal to President Trump, along with a handful of other people, uh, like, like uh, Herschel Walker, another longtime friend of President Trump. He, you know, the guy could have easily beat uh, Warnock, but uh, that just didn't happen. Didn't happen. Total horseshit. Sorry, guys. I had to blow my nose. Alright. So, let's go back to the Twitter feed. See if I forgot anything before I clear out of here. Did a whole hour. Nice. Nice. Um, bu- bu- You know what? Let me uh, see if I can pull up any... Uh, let's see. DeSantis polling. Because I wanted to make an uh, initial point about the polling that's uh, going on right here. Alright, here we go. Six Hacks and Hammer. Uh, very useful. R- really, really smart guy. Uh. As of the latest polling, Donald Trump now leaves Ron DeSantis in Florida, which would indicate a clean sweep. Yeah, probably. Uh, Everywhere that I'm reading, um, you know, President Trump is just like light years ahead of DeSantis. Um, Let's see. Robin O'Donnell, please. Hashtag DeSantis has not even uh, started his campaign on the books it will be 100% downhill once he does. People are holding back for eight months that I know of in Tampa Bay area for him to declare. And then they are going to unleash on him. I have known this for a long time. Remember, this is a great observation. There's a level of scrutiny that comes with being a presidential nominee. So far, nobody can objectively say that Team DeSantis handled even the modest level of scrutiny well. They did not. And now the polling is reflecting that. Truth be told. That's uh, Richard Barris of the People's Poll. I'm going to get him on the watch frogs. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, something that are just something to be really mindful of. Um, and, and this works whether you're pro-DeSantis or pro-Trump. There are people that are posting uh, re- uh, polling results from some polls that are even reputable where it's like DeSantis would lose in a matchup right now against Biden. Trump would barely etch it out, so on and so forth. Or Trump would just be light years ahead of uh, Biden and, um, you know, and, and, or DeSantis would. None of that matters right now. Because Desantis's opponent is not uh, Joe Biden, Trump's opponent is not Joe Biden. Th- Trump and Desantis; those two are opponents. They are going up against each other along with Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Mike Pence, uh, Asa Hutchinson uh, from Arkansas. Uh, those are the, those are the those guys are duking it out. Joe Biden has nothing to do with this. Uh, the the general election is literally over a year from now, so poll polling data for the most part is kind of meaningless when it when it when it pertains to uh, a Democratic opponent. Um, but you know the Iowa caucus is just right around the corner, guys five ish six ish months from now, and we're going to be there. Um, and all the polling indicates that Governor DeSantis is not doing well. However, a lot of things can change. Uh, President Trump, being as old as he is, he can get really sick. And he might not be the favorite to, to run, given what's going on with Joe Brandon. Um, that's, just, that's just reality. As of right now, there's no reason not to support President Trump. I have been 100% behind him. I've never wavered from my support of him. And uh, believe me, I've, I've criticized him when, when need be. Hopefully, John McCain rots in hell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hopefully he does rot in hell uh, for, for all the, the evil that he's done, all the evil he's promoted, uh, being one of the architects of the, of the Iraq war. Um, yeah, fuck John McCain. People want to say that he's like a hero and shit. Fuck out of here. I refuse to bend any in to a coward like that. And a lot of people like to you know, do this uh, comparison. It's like, oh, well, you know, Trump is a a, a draft dodger. And uh, John McCain actually went out there and, you know, he, he fought for his country. Well, first off, he didn't fight for his country. He wasn't defending Americans. Americans' lives were never in peril to begin with. Uh, Trump did the honorable thing. He didn't go over to Vietnam or wherever the hell they wanted to send him to, and he didn't kill innocent people who didn't do anything to him. Uh, so, yeah, kudos to, to President Trump for, for doing the right thing uh, and not killing innocent people. Fuck John McCain. They call him Songbird McCain for a reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, uh, Trump is just, uh, let's see, as of the latest polling, uh, Iowa 18 points over on DeSantis. 18 points is a big deal. Yeah, so just any way you slice it, any way you slice it, you guys. Uh, yeah, so these are kind of, these are the, uh, the polls that I was referencing earlier that were just relatively mean, uh, meaningless. Nevada and Dixie crap parody is, is this? If this polling is semi accurate, Desantis in twenty twenty four will be quite the spectacle. So Ron Desantis uh, versus Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden is ahead of him, uh, granted within the margin of error, uh, but not by much. I mean, this is this is bad. This is really bad. Uh, and then for whatever reason, uh, Joe Biden is also uh, seemingly trouncing President Trump. Who the fuck did this poll? Uh, I am not entirely sure where they're getting this poll from. But yeah, even more based on tax evading. Yeah, based, Yeah, so he, he is a, uh, a draft dodger. Yeah, anybody who can get out of uh, dodging the draft, kudos to you. Uh, let's see. DeSantis polling uh, below 20% in his own state. Uh, JD... Yeah, all the heavy hitters—they're going out and they're they're stomping for uh, Trump. Josh Hawley supports Trump; he endorsed them. Uh, granted, a little bit uh, weakly. Uh, let's see who's a Ohio senator. JD Vance comes out swinging for Trump. Um, I mean, fuck, dude. Even some of the presidential candidates like Vivek Swamy and uh, Nikki Haley—they're they're kind of you know rooting for Trump in like this weird roundabout way. Uh, looking at these poll numbers for DeSantis for Trump, this myth that DeSantis will outperform Trump in the suburbs is obliterated with these numbers. DeSantis is losing liberal, moderate, and conservative voters and urban, suburban, and rural voters to Trump. It's Chris Bentley. What was, uh, what was the last war that benefited American citizens? Uh, none. Maybe the War of 1812? I'm not even kidding. I'm not even being ironic. Probably the War of 1812. It's probably the last one that benefited us. Salute, frog shit. Yo, what up, greenskins? skins? Thank you for that, uh, M.D. Mantis. Yeah, I mean, if I can go back in time, uh, I would have all the evidence that I would need. And I would make the case to, I guess, whoever would be able to help me. And uh, I would avoid World War I and World War II. There's just no need to sacrifice millions of American citizens, the bravest, the best Americans, uh, for, for some you know, globalist utopia, which was essentially the end goal of both of those wars. And uh, look at the results. Just look around. Look around. We're being replaced. World of Two against the Japanese at the Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was completely unnecessary. Could have been avoided. There was no need to allow those people in Pearl Harbor to die. Daily reminder, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yes, that's true. He didn't. And uh, maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow, but uh, apparently uh, Elon Musk, back in Nam. Yeah, apparently Elon Musk, is uh, he was being subpoenaed by some authorities in the Virgin Islands regarding uh, Epstein. So, I don't know. Maybe... Uh, you know, Elon Musk is one of those people. E- Elon Musk has been uh, kind of sucking, man. I don't want to be too mean because we also stream on YouTube. Uh, but uh, Elon Musk, he he hired like a World Economic Forum woman to be the CEO. And now he's banning people who are like making fun of her. Like even just like weak jabs, taking weak jabs at her. He's banning them. So I guess I can't say anything mean about her. Elon fought in no. Uh No, but that was just for revenge. The war in Europe wasn't our business. No, it certainly wasn't. Certainly wasn't. Uh yeah may all those people rest in peace. Yeah, just imagine how different the world would be had America not entered that conflict. Uh if you want to watch a really interesting show, uh it's called The Plot Against America. It just recently came out. It's on HBO. You can go ahead and pirate it. It's on Film and Solar Movies. And it's called The Plot Against America and it's like one of those like alternative reality shows where America ends up electing uh Charles Lindbergh instead of uh the the crippled racist uh, uh Franklin D Roosevelt. And uh Charles Lindbergh's platform was a non-interventionalist platform and he wanted to keep America out of the war and that's why he won and he flew around the country campaigning on his plane, kind of like Trump. So he was kind of like a Trump figure. And so he ends up winning, and then the story is really about uh this very uh diverse family trying to survive in Limbaugh's America. And uh, they're 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 like oh they're, they're calling us war agitators they're like but you are war agitators and if you actually go back and you look at polling like actual real world scientific polling in the, at the time the wars were unpopular nobody wanted to nobody had a, uh, the stomach for those wars nobody wanted to send their kids off to go fight uh, nazis or, or whoever uh, it was bullshit. It was bullshit. So essentially, these uh, very subversive individuals in the show um, do some sneaky subversive shit. And they um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just watch the show. The show makes so much more sense if you look at the, the so-called protagonists as antagonists. Because that's really what they are. The protagonists, the main characters are the bad guys. Um, but uh, I guess that opinion would uh, get me uh, canceled in certain circles. But it's the truth, man. It's the truth. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Uh polling USA, Florida G O P residential polling. Trump 59%. DeSantis 31%. This is DeSantis' own backyard, you guys. That is not good. Uh, Trump 44 percent DeSantis 26%. That's Iowa. That's Iowa. We just talked about that. Um, all right, let's just one last time. Let's go over the Alright, Destiny of Cuck. We already went through all that. Um, pfft. Yeah, oh here's a here's a funny uh, a funny take from our, our good friend cool Hand James, friend of the channel, and it was at that moment, it was at this moment, he knew he fucked up. <laughs> what a pathetic cock, dude! And of course, my response was just to laugh hysterically. I'm like, "What are you gonna do, dude? Like, look at this! Look at the sadness in his eyes. He's got the little bug eyes, dude. He's a bug man." Dude, Destiny is a bug man. Regardless, again, maybe he's a nice dude. He's probably cool to hang out with. But, like, he's still a fucking cuck, dude. And he's still useless and just talks about shit. He's got no fucking business talking about. The the mushroom uh, will tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, let's go back. Let's see. What else do I got? Mm, well, I think that's about it sex, drugs, travel, Melina. Dude, that's embarrassing, dude. Imagine getting with, like, a chick on a Not even just, like, getting with a chick, but marrying a girl who is all about sex, drugs, and travel. Okay, the sex I can endorse, but if only it's with me only. The drugs, no. Travel, no. Avoid chicks who love to travel. If she loves to travel, she's bad nude. Destiny kisses men. Uh, yeah, probably. Wouldn't surprise me. Um... Yeah, especially after, uh, I'm, well, just think about it logically for a second. He, he's such a cool dude. He allows his wife to go the sleep with other men. The only poly relationship is because I don't give a fuck if my girlfriend goes and fucks another guy because I know she's coming back to me at the end of the night. Yeah, so do you think she brushes her teeth as soon as she gets home before she kisses Destiny on the mouth or now? Nah? They, they're, they're commies, right? They're socialists, so they're nasty. They're nasty people. So they, she probably doesn't. Destiny has no separate... Though of course he fucking doesn't, dude. <laughs> look at this fucking look at this response, this scathing response from, uh, from Andrew Tate. Look at this. Dude, he's calling you a fucking loser. Dude, if Andrew Tate called me a loser, I would be pretty devastated. This is, uh, yeah, this is all low level loser shit that never happens at the highest echelons of uh, masculine excellence because your female never meets anybody who could possibly compare. Well, she's literally behind Destiny dancing with a very uh chocolatey man. And he's just like sitting there with like this like beta cuck look with his retarded blue hair. Well, I was like, What the fuck is with his blue hair? Why didn't anybody tell him, uh, sit him down and be like, dude, you look retarded. What are you doing, bro? Put that shit back to what it was. Like, you know, make that shit black again or whatever. I think it was brown. I don't know. I don't know what his color was. I don't watch his stream. Because he's got nothing to offer anybody. He's got nothing to offer anybody. He got lucky being a popular video game streamer. And then he filled a niche. He filled a little niche online. Talking about socialism and shit. And he just got dog shit take after dog shit take. I got no patience for it. You're a nasty person. Destiny to his wife probably. I I would hope that he scolds her in private. That would be pretty funny. That would be pretty base. But I doubt it because he's weak and he's a coward. Um, but um, yeah, so I got to go to the gym. I need to s- hit the steam room. And if I got the energy, I'm going to fucking work out because I haven't worked out in like a week. i uh, just been so busy in, like the past couple days. i just been not feeling well, but uh, I think it's passing. I dyed my hair at 16, Goofy. Dude, was it? As long as it's not like blue or pink or green, dude, I don't really care if you dye your hair. But let's just look at this picture. Look at this. Look at this. Um, oh, that's on me. Oh, that's me. That's a wrong image. Look at this. Look how ridiculous that is. Why does he have to be blue? Like, why? Why do people think that is cool? That is so fucking lame. Let your body make the steam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't I don't think I have the strength right now to, like, actually, like, lift anything heavy. Like, uh, just dude, like, I can't do it. Uh, he scolded her over not going on more dates. Wait, did he really? Oh, dude, that's sad, bro. Like, a part of me kind of feels bad a very small part of me kind of feels bad. Cause I don't want to see a man get like emasculated in front of so many people and get embarrassed like this. And like destiny is like not a stupid guy, right? Like he's like, he's relatively intelligent, even though like he doesn't have any experience, but um, I don't know why he would put up with this and um, you know, hit some cardio. I might dude. I might. We'll we'll see. I'll probably go swimming. Cause the pool is always cold and I need to feel that, 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 that freeze. You know, I need to feel that, that, that coolness. Uh, But yeah, God, dude, I just had so much shit going on, Uh, just doing a lot of electrical work. My buddy moved uh, right next to me. I was uh, helping him out uh, with some stuff. Um, It was like literally just like two days of like work and was doing it for free. How old is he? Um, I think he's like 35 or 36. I think Destiny is like 35 or 36. And Molina is like a 25, 26, 27 year old. Uh, I don't know. know. I know Destiny is like much older than myself. Um, not Destiny. Oh, no. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Let's see. Shit. Cat emoji hearts and a monkey. I don't know what that means, MTMG. I'm just going to assume it's offensive. I'm going to assume it's really offensive. Um, let me see. You know what? Really quick. Let's see if we can find anything. Uh, people just roasting him. Destiny. All right, what do we got here? Oh. <laughs> Say what you will of this guy, but how many of you bagged a 10-10 Scandinavian chick 10 years younger than you who's completely out of your league? Yeah, see, look at it. Like, right here, Destiny looks totally fine. Totally fine. I don't care if he's short or whatever. Okay, he just looks like a normal dude to me. And then, of course, there's a the response. He met Melina when she was 19 and had a boyfriend. Ah. Or- oh! Ah, oh god! <laughs> All right, doesn't she have an OnlyFans and they have a range? They have arrangement where she can fuck other guys. It's not hard to be the beta cuck provider for a ten ten whore. Yeah, 100 hundred. All right, I read read that. Oh, I hypocrite. This guy is pretty damn cool. Uh, is Destiny okay? I posted something on Facebook page, and there were lots of comments about he uh, how he looks bloated like you would from excessive drinking. Can someone check on him? I'm blocked. <laughs> uh, we already read this one from our uh, good friends. Uh, lore on him is so messed up. Yeah, I've seen some like clips here and there. Me after two years of NRT. I don't get it. I don't get this. He turns black? I don't get it. Uh, Let's see. Spartan up north. Uh, He has a son. Is this how you want your kids to view you? Do you want your kid to be in this position when he grows up? Hopefully his kid rebels and chooses Christ because destiny is a horrible example to model yourself after. Yeah, absolutely. Look at this fucking cuck behavior. It's like, dad, why aren't you with mom? Why are you dating this fucking 20-year-old who's got her hands all over this magic american she's she's literally fucking dancing all up on this dude he's embracing her with his giant man paws and you're just sitting there like a pathetic cuck like if i was this kid i would never respect my dad if this is my father i would never fucking respect him or have any ounce of respect for him and him saying oh i'm so cool it's a fucking cope dude and you want to counter signal Migtow? You want to counter signal the, the Manosphere? And I get that the Manosphere and MGTOW is like not perfect, and there's definitely room for criticism. You know, there's definitely room for you know uh, other ideas in this space. But uh, yeah. It, but if it comes from a confirmed cuck like Sneeko, Jack Murphy, the Daily Wire cucks, or this fucking fruitcake Destiny, nah, dude, I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to uh, skip out on that one. He pays child support. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd hope so. Uh he's got the money. He makes a lot of money. Uh he also got an 18-year-old pregnant when he got famous. Ah, yeah. So wait, so he's got more than one kid? Question mark. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, dude. I mean, that's what happens when you're like one of these uh one when you're like one of these uh like dorky, nerdy streamers, and then you make it big. That's why you see a lot of like these sex scandals, uh grape allegations. Um, you know all these weird creepy stories about certain creators because a lot of these dudes don't have any game and they've been like dorks and nerds and bullied their whole lives and then all of a sudden you know they're, they're just messing around on a webcam for like a couple of years and then they make it big and then all of a sudden they're, get, they're getting invited to like all the e-girl parties and shit and then you know that's why you get you know I am a Carson stories you, you, you get the David Dobrik grape story scandal and um, you know uh, so on and so forth you know I can go on and on his uh, illegitimate child dodged the bullet Yeah, probably, probably, but you know, he still has kids and one of them is going to be aware of uh, what a pathetic loser that he is, uh, allowing this, this, uh, nonsense to, to transpire. And, uh, like, like no one is saying anything positive about this. Uh, let's see. And like, he always shows up on my feed too that's what trips me up about this. Cause like I generally avoid, you know, these leftist shitters like destiny and Hassan Piker. Cause they're just, you're not going to get anything useful out of these dorks. Cause they never had real jobs. Like they never done any, they've never done shit. They don't do shit, but they, but they're popular for some reason. And they, they have a massive following, you know, they lure in all these little kids with video games and shit. And then they're like, bam, hit them with communism. I think that's the griff. Uh, Weinstein had no game and uses power to get laid. Uh, that was his whole legal defense. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Dude, that guy was actually kind of savvy. He was actually kind of suave. Um, I mean, a- a- attacking his appearance is just a cope. Um, dude, the guy was very sophisticated socially. Uh, I, don't, I don't really believe a lot of the allegations against him. Um, again, like I had to remind you guys, uh, Gavin Newsom's wife, Was used sexually by Harvey Weinstein, and he likely promised her roles uh, in Hollywood, and he and he never delivered. She was resentful about it, and she went after him in court. She put on the whole performance. She described his penis and said it looked like a little fish dick and shit. And, uh, And and the reason she did that was to make Gavin Newsom feel better. But prior to that happening, Gavin Newsom was getting calls from big shots in Hollywood, and they were asking him. They were asking him to have your wife drop the shit, and to not pursue Harvey Weinstein. They told her to not to do it. Uh, Defango will give them credit, though. That's one uh, hell of a grift. Yeah, yeah, that is a hell of a grift, man. But yeah, no, um, Harvey Weinstein's defense, I don't buy it. They didn't buy it either. It didn't work. He He's he's really smart dude. No, Weinstein is insanely intelligent. That wasn't going to fly with anybody. Um, but yeah, all right, guys, so I got to clear out, I got to get the the motorcycle ready and, uh, hit the steam room, probably go swimming and, uh, hopefully I'll feel way better for tomorrow when I'm with my co hosts Uh, I mean, I'm high high energy now, so hopefully tomorrow it'll just be a lot better. Weinstein, i funny Pulp Fiction and so many other classics. He had all the power. Yeah, man. Um, it didn't have to go down that way. It didn't have to go down that way, but he was also one of the, the, the main propagandists, Of the the Democratic Party, I mean, he was very close to the Clintons. I mean, when when the when the Democratic Party, they need cameras, they need you know uh, you know they need uh, film crews, etc. They need something created on the fly. Harvey Weinstein was just a phone call away, and he was neighbors with some of the big shots. All right, guys, well, I am out. I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.